630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Okay, I can tell you Detroit leads Winnipeg 1-0 after the first period. Sam Gagne with a shorthanded goal, his 10th of the season. After the first, Washington up 3-2 on the Lightning. Ovechkin has his 43rd. Late in the first period, St. Louis leads Seattle 1-zip. Thomas with his 16th. Coming up at 8 o'clock tonight, Calgary is at Anaheim, and Vancouver will be taking on Vegas, so... If you're an Oilers fan, you uh, want the Canucks to win. You want to start running Vegas out of points here. So the Oilers now second in the division. One point ahead of L.A., who they play tomorrow with a game in hand. Uh, They have played the same number of games as Vegas, who, in fact, are uh, totally out of a playoff spot right now. They're one behind Dallas for a wild card. So if, if the Oilers finish ahead of at least one of L.A. or Vegas, they are in appears more likely uh, that Vegas is going to be the fourth place team. So, uh, you know, basically if Vegas went 11 and 0, the Oilers could go eight, two and one and get in. So that'd be tough, but it also would be really tough for Vegas to go eight, two and one. So if you say, you know, if you say Vegas goes seven and four the rest of the way, that's 14 points. Well, the Oilers would only have to get to 10 points. So, that I mean, that's five and six for the Oilers down the stretch. There are some tough games for the Oilers. They got to get out there and get some points. But that's why, uh, you know, they have a pretty considerable advantage right now. Oil Kings playoffs coming up. They got to finish off the regular season here. But it is exciting that the Oil Kings have announced their first two home playoff dates. Thursday, April 21st and Saturday, April 23rd. They will have home ice advantage. The opponent has not been determined. And I'm pleased to welcome back to the show, defenseman for your Edmonton Oil Kings, Luke Prokop, checking in tonight. Luke, you're on with Reed. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thanks for hopping back on the show. Look, I I know there's uh, some other business to take care of here first, but is it exciting to have those first two playoff dates on the calendar now? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we got to kind of... Put, uh, put some dates on the schedule and kind of work towards, you know, uh, and wrap up our practices come playoff time. Um, so, yeah, it's nice to see those on the schedule now. It is uh, a rare little uh, winless streak for the uh, Oil Kings. You guys have uh, dropped three straight, 0-2-1 in that time because you didn't have an overtime loss uh, against Red Deer. Look, the expectations are so high for you guys, Luke. When you lose a game or two, it's almost a bigger story than uh, than a winning streak, which maybe isn't fair. But but tell us about how the team has been playing lately. And I know there have been some injuries that you've had to work through here for the last few weeks. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's been difficult, but I think every team goes through kind of their ups and downs and, uh, I think it's just going to make us a more resilient team heading into playoffs. But, I mean, when you lose guys like Neighbors and Gooley for, you know, kind of an extended amount of time, you know, other guys have to step up into their roles and play some minutes that they're not usually uh, asked to. And sometimes that, you know, just causes some error some in the fatigue of the minutes and stuff like that. But, you know, overall, I think our guys have done a great job with, with the guys being out of the lineup. And come playoff time, we're going to be pumped and ready to go. 
It's a busy season, but the regular season got extended. You had some games postponed from earlier in the year. They're now are kind of being made up through April. So for the last uh, for the last four weeks of the season, you're kind of just going to be a weekend team. You don't have any you know Wednesday night games that you often have or anything like that. How have you found that pace and uh, the practice schedule? Like now you're practicing way more than you're playing. Yeah, obviously it's a bit different. I mean, usually we have you know at least one or two. Uh, weekday games um, during the week, but it's it's been a nice change of pace, honestly. Um, and you know the coaches have been doing a great job with practice and um, kind of switching it up a little bit. You know, you know if we have two games on the weekend, we'll probably have an off day the day after, and then go head into the rink the next day for a little light practice, and then either do yoga or kind of have the the day off again the next day and sort of ramp things up later on in the week. So they've been doing a great job, and I know the guys have been enjoying it as well. All right. Uh, you're you're involved in some pretty cool things this season. Tell me what you've been doing for Kids Help Phone, Luke. Yeah, um, Kids Help Phone is something that, you know, I kind of started back when I uh, was playing in Calgary. I kind of wanted, you know, with with what happened this summer and, my, you know, my big announcement and stuff, uh, I realized that I kind of have a bigger platform now than I did before, and I want to be able to use it for, for the greater good. So, I created my shots for impact um, with each shot and goal I get this year. I donate $10 to kids help phone. And I think it's, you know, just highlighting such a great um, organization. They do such a fabulous job with being able to have um, a hotline service for people uh, dealing with, you know, uh, mental health uh, issues. And um, I've had some people in my life who, who have been there that I don't think I've been there enough for them, or I don't think, I was in the right um, space to talk to them with what they were dealing with. And I think um, just working with a group like that, that can and highlight what they do is, is something special. And I wanted to bring attention to. Well, good for you. Um, so uh, $10 for every shot on goal. You're up to 127 shots. I just quickly looked it up on the WHL website. So that's being matched by, by the Predators, the team that drafted you and the Oilers Community Foundation as well. are all pitching in. Yeah, uh, and then they'll at the end of the season, um, I'll come out with there'll be a little donation uh, kind of box, and you know, and anyone who who uh, wants to kind of help donate some money to support the cause can uh, do so. Okay, well, good for you for doing that, Luke Prokop, joining us tonight on Inside Sports Defenseman for your Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, your brother Josh, uh, have uh, what's the conversations been like in the last couple of days since he had? a uh, heartbreaking loss for the Golden Bears, and then it sounds like a travel day from hell to get back to Edmonton on, on Monday. Yeah, he he got back in, uh, I want to say, two two nights ago now from Halifax, but uh, we haven't talked much about it. I don't think he really wants to. Obviously, losing a game like that, being the championship game of your season, and losing a double overtime is heartbreaking. Um, I, I've known the feeling before. I've lost games like that. And uh, I'll let him come talk to me when he wants to and when I know kind of the, the game is a little bit off of his mind. I, I, everything's a bit of a blur for me. Were you guys playing on Sunday or were you able to watch? We were playing on Sunday. That was their final game. But when I got back home, I didn't. I thought the game would have been over, and I got back home, and my parents were oh. – it was in double overtime, so I got to catch a bit of it. But, uh, I, th- I mean, you know, I watched the other games, and he had a great weekend. The team played great. They just didn't get the bounces in the, the last game. Uh, what's it like watching your brother play? Do you get nervous? Do you get 
a little hyper or are you pretty laid back? <laughs> uh, I like to think I'm a little laid back, but I mean, I do get kind of excited when he's on the ice because usually he, you know, produces something. Um, I remember as a kid when I would go watch his games, I'd always, I'd always get really excited when he's out there because he would score a lot when he was younger. So I always liked, liked seeing him put the puck in the back of the net. So it's a little bit tapered now, but it's still, I still kind of get excited when he's out there. Okay, and uh, you guys, the Oil Kings, are playing Red Deer again on Saturday, kind of a, a run of uh, games here against the Rebels, 2 o'clock at Rogers Place against the Rebels on Saturday, and that is the Oil Kings' first annual Pride Day. Tell me what it means to you that the Oil Kings are having a Pride Day. It's huge. I think, you know, with uh, it being my first game uh, as an openly gay hockey player, it's been it's been an interesting season and um, you know, my teammates and the staff at in Edmonton have, have done an amazing job and I can't thank them enough for being so supportive. And um, you know, they brought the idea to me of having a pride game. They didn't have it scheduled on their, um, on their, you know, makeup of games. Um, at the start of the season, they came to the idea with me to it. And, you know, I was just so grateful and so thankful that, you know, they've been so supportive. Well, good for you. Uh, there's going to be uh, a lot of uh, in-game elements to celebrate Edmonton's LGTBQ2S plus community. Uh, proceeds from the night are going to go to Pride Corner on White. You can play Altview Foundation and ISMSS. ISMSS. I think I said that right, Luke. You can correct me if I if I screwed up any of that. Um, <laughs> and just as you've sort of met other players and families uh, over the over this past season since you made your announcement, what have those interactions been like? Um, you know, a lot of them have been, you know, just congratulations and they're very proud of me for, you know, um, being able to live the way I want to and being comfortable with who I am and, uh, you know, creating a safe space for, for other, you know, young players or, you know, older players too, if, if they want to come out and, um, you know, talks with fans and stuff like that. If they have a kid who's part of the community, um, you know, they tell me the story of, when they told uh, their child about me and it just it, it makes my day honestly yeah well that's good to hear so that's the uh oil king's first annual pride day on saturday against red deer that is a 2 p.m game so you guys have four games left in the regular season and then you get into the postseason again your uh, first two playoff dates are going to be thursday the 21st saturday the 23rd against an opponent still to be determined and look, uh, I, I know you weren't with the Oil Kings the last couple of seasons, but like playoffs, you guys, all the WHO has been robbed of the postseason the last couple of years. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know the guys are extremely excited. Uh, last time I was in playoffs, I actually got swept by the Oil Kings when I was in Calgary when I was 16, uh, which is just kind of funny. But no, I think, you know, that's that's what you play for. You play to win the cup and um, getting a chance to do so, starting playoffs. Playoff hockey is a different atmosphere. You know, the fans get into a bit more. It's more physical. Um, and the little details matter. I think all the guys, you know, recognize that. And, um, you know, I, I know they're, they're excited and I'm excited as well. Right on. Okay. Luke, well, you're a great representative of the Oil Kings. It's always awesome to have you on the show. Hopefully we'll be chatting here throughout a deep playoff run. Thanks a lot for checking in tonight. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, Reed. That is Luke Prokop, defenseman for your Edmonton Oil Kings. Um, I encourage you to check them out if you haven't already this season. If, if you're listening to a sports show, you're probably well aware of how good they are, and maybe you've been to a game or two along the way. But if you're uh, if you're on the fence and uh, and you're comfortable going to a game, they're really good. Uh, their final regular season home game is Saturday. 
they'll have playoffs coming up and hopefully many, many playoff games to watch and to talk about. Good to have Luke on the show. All right. Uh, we're still going to have, uh, what else? So we got another great local story. James Hamblin from the Bakersfield Condors is going to check in. We've got more on the Oilers goaltending as they get ready to face the Kings tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in tonight. Back in a couple of minutes. Just on breakouts, you see when another team's tired and they think they can dump it in, he can play it, right? He can play it like a defenseman and, and pass it up to you, and then you're on the attack again. So uh, obviously it was on display in, in overtime, but he does it consistently and just, you know, makes our deals life easier and then, you know, creates offense for the forwards. And Smith will poke it to center, a breakaway! McDavid scores! Yeah, we had a chance. We had a chance at their end, and... Their goalie kind of keeps puck moving, and I got caught diving in, and didn't quite catch Burns there. And then our goalie makes maybe the play of the year there with uh, that save, and then you know having the having the presence of mind to throw it up there. It's uh, you know Smitty plays the puck unbelievably well, and he was so good all night. And you know for that to happen, it was uh, pretty special just to be a part of that play. It was uh, one of the one of the more special ones I've been a part of. Smitty's been here for a few years now, and he's uh, he's always asked me when we're going to connect for a breakaway, and you know we couldn't have picked a better time there. Uh, I think there was a level of patient endurance to this game, um, not forcing things. Uh, we're down by one, but we felt comfortable with the people that we have to ice, and, and we have com- comfort level in our structure. And um, It's not easy to win in the National Hockey League. It's not easy to win on the road in the National Hockey League. I would like to give credit to the other team because I thought the San Jose Sharks played very hard tonight. And uh, in the end, we stuck with it, stuck with it, stuck with it, and took us uh, 60 minutes and 30-odd seconds uh, to find the win. All right, so five consecutive victories for the uh, Edmonton Oilers in the Pacific Division. They are 17-5. and five. They're 18-7-2 under Jay Woodcroft. Uh, McDavid, a 14-game point streak. By the way, the Oilers didn't practice today, so there's no update on Leon Dreisettle. 41-25-5 on the season. That was the 13th overtime winner of uh, Connor McDavid's career. I want to get into some goaltending numbers here because there have been a couple stats that I've referenced semi-regularly throughout the course of the season. Uh, well, the one, the one big one, and I haven't updated it for a while, and I, and I know you've probably been on the the edge of your seat every night. When's he going to mention it again? When's he going to mention it again? And I know that's exactly how your internal voice sounds. So anyway, five on five save percentage. For most of the season, it was between 26th and 28th, which isn't very good. It is now slightly better. The Oilers have a 914 five on five save percentage. Um, still not great. If you look at the big picture, that's 23rd in the NHL. And the one thing I've said about the Oilers goaltending is that, yes, it has been better lately, 
But once you get into the playoffs and then you list off goaltending strength one through 16, it's no longer one through 32. Where are the Oilers going to be? Well, they're probably not going to be in the top 10. I mean, they'll probably be in one of the bottom three slots. But having said that, it, it has been a little better lately, and I'm going to break it down further for you in a second. But so for the season, the Oilers' five-on-five save percentage is 23rd. There is only one other playoff-bound team with a worse five-on-five save percentage. You probably guess who it is. It's the Toronto Maple Leafs, who are at 909, and they're 29th in five-on-five save percentage for the entire season. Now, since February 10th, so I'll break it down with the coaching change. Maybe that's not totally fair because actually Smith and Koskinen, especially Koskinen have been pretty solid since January 22nd. I mean, I'm looking at Koskinen here about a 10 week run now where he's gone 13, two and two with a nine, 10 save percentage, not an elite save percentage, but solid enough. Um, but I'll, 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 I'll narrow it down to the date of the coaching change. So since February 10th, the Oilers five on five save percentage is nine eighteen which is 15th in the NHL. And when I would do this earlier in the season, I often presented the context of, okay, the Oilers are 27th. How many fewer goals would have they allowed if they were 15th, 16th, or 17th, sort of right in the middle? And it was usually about 12 goals better, which is you know probably four to six points more in the standings. So since February 10th, they actually have been a middle-of-the-pack team in five-on-five save percentage. And the results have been pretty good i mentioned woodcroft's record and then i also thought okay well what about the rest of the league so here are other playoff bound teams or playoff bubble teams because vegas is one of them who have a worse five on five save percentage since february 10th so here they are vegas is 16th the rangers surprisingly are 17th tampa bay is 19th pittsburgh's 21st Washington's 24th, Florida is 25th, the Kings are 27th, and Toronto is 30th. Now, again, this is five on five. I'm leaving out the special teams because most of the analysis will uh, have us believe that you have to be a good five on five team to do well in the playoffs. Even if there are a lot of power plays, the majority of the game is still played five on five. So I present that as a little bit of optimism as and as a little bit of encouragement because there has been so much criticism of the goaltending this year. And I've been one leveling some of it. And I think for the most part, what I've said and what I've heard has been quite fair. The individual stats since February 10th, Mike Smith is eight, five and one with a nine Oh eight save percentage and a 2.90 goals against average. He actually has a better save percentage than Koskinen under Woodcroft. Uh, Koskinen is nine Oh six, but Koskinen has, um, uh, the better one loss record going nine, two and one. So just some food for thought. Uh, I, I realize goaltending is going to continue to be a concern in the postseason. I realize it's not great to be 11 games from the playoffs and you don't have a true number one, like, well, probably all the other playoff bound teams. Um, but there have been some encouraging signs with the goaltending. And I think with defensive play in general, uh, Kellen, I understand you got a couple of messages uh, as we uh, talked about the Humboldt crash earlier. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, Norman, a combine texting in tonight and saying, we still have a hockey stick outside the front door in honor of Parker and his teammates. Sad day. 
Well, really was. It still is. And the Big L sends a message to uh, Inside Sports at 630Ched.com. He says, uh, read four years and it's still hard to accept this happened. Some of the survivors and their loved ones' stories since are nothing short of miracles and testaments to the resilience of human beings, truly amazing human beings. I think the Big L says it very well. Appreciate those messages. Uh, I know we got some feedback, too, about uh, Oilers stuff, which I'll get to as we move along tonight. Of course, you can always reach out on the hotline. Presented by CertainTeed, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. CertainTeed Pro all the way, 780-496-0063. In the next hour, coming up right after the news, actually, James Hamblin, Edmonton kid, now playing for the Bakersfield Condors, who got a big win earlier today. It's Inside Sports on Chad. 630 Chad, Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.